0: Welcome to Give Me Lou Podcast with Xavier Marley. What's up to all my losers out there? Today is March 9th, 2023. Um, I hope everyone's all right. Everyone is well. It's my second time recording this episode. Uh, The first episode, I actually finished the episode. um, And I heard it back. Like I replayed it. And I was like, yeah, no. And the reason why is because I didn't feel no soul and when i record i want to feel the soul of not only myself but i want to feel the soul of a man and i didn't feel like that um the topics that i talked about um they kind of ran into each other and you can't have that right you you want to have a flow unless you do a current Events podcast Where you just don't give a fuck And You're just slamming drinks together And just putting it out to the people Um But I try not to do that I try to have my podcast Putting together Uh You know And I'm gonna finish that sentence My Mission when I do the podcast Is to put together a thought, at least one thought. That's that's my goal. One thought that is original, that is just. And, and I'm not talking about enough to like fucking like Socrates or something like that. I'm not talking about that. I don't wanna. I don't wanna be that guy. No, I don't wanna. I'm not here to spit bars or be like Kanye. Kanye do that a lot. He just when he talks, he talks in bars. That's not what I want to do But I do want to express an individual thought In a thought process Um, If I get too off, that's good But that's pretty much my goal when I do the pod Is to have one thought that's original That's mine That's the way I look at the world That's authentic That's my goal when I do the podcast And if I don't have that so then it's no point In doing the podcast So I started doing the podcast at 2am And it was great right The whole hour pod um uh, Yeah it just didn't work It really didn't work And that's something on the production Side I have to Manage Because if you don't Manage it then you're wasting time Like how I wasted it a whole hour at 2am in the morning In the middle of my sleep To do the pod I wasted time And that come from the lack of production The lack of flow of topics Things like that I gotta fix that um, But I'm here now And we'll have a whole new episode new Topics um, This week I was looking at a YouTube video On the uh, education broadband desert right, and Robert Smith is trying to get funding from the government. He said that he needs thirty million dollars uh to fix the broadband desert within h b c u s and the surrounding communities. They don't have enough internet um or high high speed internet you know what I'm saying everybody have internet. A lot of people don't have the high speed internet Um, This is a real thing Uh, I've been in countries where this is a real thing And it's just so shocking that in America That our country This is still a thing Um, For those who are listening to this Not in America I know that sounds privileged But the shit that we spend money on is ridiculous And the fact that we don't have high speed internet and how the lack of high speed internet could lead to education desert. It could lead to jobs like remote work not being achieved, things like that. So um, it was definitely interesting uh, watching that video and watching Robert Smith pretty much, um, and people who were interested in knowing the facts on it talk about it. Um, salute to Robert Smith. He's one of the. Uh, um, our few and only billionaires, uh, black billionaires, at $6.6 billion. Um, you know, a lot of people know him as giving, um, paying for all the tuition for more house graduates one year. Um, Robert Smith is just a dope dude, man. Just a real dope dude in a major way. And if you're in business, you know who he is. Um, I did see it you earn your leisure talking about the fact that in our community we don't often give black businessmen the same attention and love that we give our rappers and our artists. And I thought that was strange because it's not like they're not lying. They're telling the truth. But it's just like, what an interesting point to bring up. Uh, I don't know where, I don't know if it comes from a place of frustration. I don't know if it comes from a place of being nefarious. Um... I don't know What was his point Of bringing that up Um And I'm not gonna question it I agree with him But I just found it very strange To bring it up Um But he's right Right Cause we got a lot Of business people Uh Don Peoples Robert Smith Um uh, McKissick the, the, the sisters from McKissick Um they're the they're only one of the biggest black construction people in real estate. There is, um, their father started the business. I think their great great grandfather started the business and just been passed on and passed on. Um, and I forget the the lady name uh, from the McKissick, but she she owns it now. Uh, we don't talk about these people, man. We don't talk about a lot of these people in business that are just strong. Strong suits I know Earn Your Leisure Talk to these guys And um, Pinky Cole And place, and people like that I know We have resources That do talk to them uh, But they They aren't revered Or They don't get the same Notoriety and love As the rappers You know what I'm saying When Jay Z makes a deal It's everywhere But when Don Peoples Makes a deal I mean You don't hear nothing about it You know Black people We're, we're about to build One of the highest buildings in New York City. I think it's higher than the actual Freedom Tower, um, which I'm surprised they even got the grant to do because, you know, business-wise, you want the Freedom Tower to be the biggest building in New York City. Um, It just makes sense. It it replaced the World Trade Center. World Trade Center was the biggest building for so many years before it was tragically knocked down. Um, Yeah, having another building pass it... I don't know, but black fucking designers and architects and all of that is going to be doing it. I found that very interesting. So they were right. I thought that that video was uh, interesting. Another video I saw on YouTube that was really interesting was the January 6th uh, insurrection. Uh, they put out more video on it, right? Uh, everybody was mad at Tucker Carlson. Uh, For putting out this video And I felt like it was fucked up Because I felt like everybody All the media should have put out the video I mean once Tucker broke the story I feel like it's only right that every media Put this video out there Because when it was going down CNN, MSNBC uh, They all put the videos out Right Uh, They had the QAnon shaman The dude who had the uh, horns on his head um, and he was walking around with no shirt on. Um, they painted him as some type of savage. And, and don't get me wrong, right? And before I break into this part of the story, I'm not, I, I'm not excusing anyone for doing what they did. Um, it, it, it's it's very complex, right? Because these people thought that the election was stolen. They mentally thought that the election was stolen, and they walked. Into the capital, Like Jay-Z said they put feet up on people That's like heathens Or whatever the case may be Right And It's wrong Right It's wrong It's wrong And this that's a threat to our country Because it embarrassed our country Now that we got that out the way The media lied About a lot They didn't put a lot of information out They made They painted a picture like These people were thugs These people were Just Just wild Barbaric animals coming to kill, and the truth was, if you look at the video, you see fucking guards walking them around, opening up the doors for them, having conversation with them, literally giving them a tour. He, the guards, the guards who are supposed to protect, were giving them a tour. One of your guards, he's actually dead now. Um, they said that he got beaten up to death or whatever, mauled to death. Um, he didn't even get mauled to death. I mean, he had a whole helmet on. They said that he had had blood force trauma to the head. But when you look at him on camera, he had a whole helmet on. It's just it's just the fact of the matter is and, and Fox News isn't uh, innocent. Right. They're just as guilty as MSNBC, CNN, CNN. Uh, New York Times, they're all guilty. It's playing to the base, right? Fox News is going to show you what they want to show you. CNN is going to show you when they want to show you. But it's just so interesting how in 2023, when everything is open media source, the news never reports the same fucking news. If you go on the internet right now, you go to foxnews.com, you look up all the trending news. And you go on CNN you look up all the trending news There's two different news Now, that's good for entertainment Because they're not talking about the same shit But that lets you know what's important in this world That depending on the political party And what you like to watch Your importance isn't the same as everybody else And they found this out during the um, midterm election Right? The Republicans thought they were going to run away with the election that the the first of all our economy is in shambles. In fucking shambles. And rightfully so. And the Republicans thought that America was going to run away from the Democrat party because of the the fucking uh, economy, right? And it ended up being the opposite, right? People actually voted for the Democrats because of Roe versus Wade. And because the Republicans didn't come out and really speak on Roe versus Wade, they didn't really explain why they were against it. They didn't They didn't really do anything. They were just happy that, hey, Roe versus Wade was overturned. People of the public, the messaging was out that you were trying to steal women's rights, which... Roe versus Wade doesn't argue women' right; It argues the right of privacy And then It's very complicated But for the most part The news don't report the same We have a problem in this country With two different news sources And What happens when you have two different news sources It results in a situation Where this week Four people Black people Went to Mexico they had North Carolina plates And they went to Mexico And they were kidnapped out of their car And two out of the four were killed They were killed And the girl was there to get a tummy tuck They were fucking killed And My immediate reaction When I was on social media Seeing this was Fuck those people What do you mean you went to Mexico To get a tummy tuck you don't see what's going on in the news? You don't see about the cartels? You're not you not you don't beat what's going on? What do you mean? It's 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 insane, man. It is so insane when you think about it. Um how we are not living in the same country. Like we are we are living, we are physically living in the same country, but mentally We're not living in the same country that people don't take that serious that those countries are dangerous. Like, they're not even acknowledging that there's danger there because they're not looking on the news. They're not seeing that the... Uh, The governor of Texas is saying how dangerous Mexico is I mean he says it all the time Um, They're not looking at the news Seeing that the governor of Texas Is talking about the cartel I mean he says it all the time I mean at some point I don't feel bad That these people were killed in Mexico I really don't Um, Not that I'm the most savage of the world Of Genghis Khan or something like that But I just don't feel bad about them Because I see that society tells us That this stuff is going on And the fact of the matter is Black people sit and they act like it's not real. They act like it's not a real thing. I don't know where we actually go from here, but this is a reality that people aren't paying attention. And we're relying on humanity to save us. Like they're relying on people in Mexico to be nice to them and to let them go back to America. Like as if it's not a possibility that you can die. Like, they didn't even think one bit, yo, we can die going here. That never crossed their mind. And then come to find out the reports is coming out that, oh, the Mexican cartel that killed them thought that there were some Haitians that was stealing from them. But if you don't know, this ties back into the Haitians at the border crisis with Kamala Harris. So the real people who killed them, in my opinion, is Kamala Harris and Joe Biden. Because... You guys didn't fix the the crisis at the border You guys ignored it And because you ignored it These people were killed It's all a full circle And because we live in a society Where everybody's sleeping under a fucking bridge And in their own bubble Those people who got in the car With the North Carolina plates They went to Mexico Because if you know If you know you know You never go to a border fucking state With a fucking with With a different license plates So, like, let's say if I'm in San Diego and you got Tijuana right across the border, right? I'm not going to drive through Tijuana with a California plates. Like, if you know, you know. And if I'm going to do that, I'm going there two seconds, get my shit. I'm turning back. I'm going across the border. My car insurance even says, if you go to Tijuana, we do not cover it. Why you think that's so? Because they know something I fucking don't. They know how many cars get stolen when it goes across the border. They know that. So everybody know that. Except people who live under a fucking rock. And they take those chances because why? They have this mindset. It's not going to happen to me. This is all tied together, right? Everything is all tied together because this is an infrastructure problem within our country. And yet we always send their money out to Ukraine and Russia. It's a fucking big issue. And I don't think that, and I don't think that we really take accountability for the things that we start. Another person who don't take accountability for the things that they start is Deborah Lee. Deborah Lee used to be the CEO of BET. Uh, Boondocks made a lot of characters about her, um, how she was some evil lady. Uh, she's one who's ruined BET single-handedly with her leadership. Um, Deborah Lee, she's selling a book right now called I Am Deborah Lee. And she went on Good Morning America, ironically. And she talked about her experience with Bob Johnson, her former boss and lover. Uh, and here's the clip.
1: Well, I wanted to tell that story because the power dynamics are so important in a relationship, and especially if you're having a relationship with someone you work for. Right. Uh, and we all know the potential pitfalls. Um, you know, I worked for Bob Johnson for 10 years before we had a personal romantic relationship mm-hmm. and he was a mentor and he pushed me and you know he's responsible for a lot of my success. Uh we did have a, a relationship while we were both married. We ended up both divorced and then people knew about the relationship. Uh the company knew public we started going places together. The the downfall of a relationship like that is if you want to get out of it. And that's the part where it came and I wanted to break up. I saw it was not a long-term relationship. And my job and my career was held over my head. And it was like, well, if you want to break up with me, then you can leave tomorrow. And that was, you know, 20 years into my career at BET, so I would have lost everything. I would have lost my career, my job, my ability maybe to get another job because if I couldn't get a a, a reference Mm -hmm. for the person I worked for for 20 years, how do I explain that? And uh, by that time, I was a single mother with... Two children. Um, so it was a tough time and I didn't have anyone to talk to about it because I didn't have female role models there weren't a lot of women ahead of me uh, you know I was embarrassed to talk to my family about it. Um, so it was a dark time and what saved me was therapy and eventually Bob left the company and I became CEO uh, and I was CEO for 13 years without him being there and I was able a lot to, of success right and yeah. to live my my dream, and without you know any form of harassment. So I guess after Me Too and Times Up, I wanted women to know there's other kind of harassment. You know, mm-hmm. it's not all a man coming to the door in a robe.
0: You hear this pitiful bitch? Do y'all hear her? Do this, this is preying on women's fears is probably. One of the top selling schemes besides gun and recession, praying on women fears, you can get a you can, you can start a whole gimmick out of that. And this is what she's doing. She's preying on women fears. In this country, America, that is, we have infantized women. To the point of destruction. We have made women or treated women like children. This woman slept with a married man, she opened up her legs. She got hot and steamy She ran her hands through her thighs On some merry dick <laughs> Mr. Bob Johnson Or Charles Flannery He put his old balls In that merry pussy He gave her one or two pumps And she left her husband Listen Situations like this We have to call it out for what it is Bitch, you slept with that man So you could get to the top And the moment that man Gave you an ultimatum He said, bitch, you either want me Or you could get the fucking stepping. And you decided to play the game. And you stayed. That is not a Me Too movement. That is not sexual harassment. That's a choice. He gave you a choice. And if you really was about that business, you would have left. And you would have had to thug it out on your own at another station. Simple and I'm sick of women like this. And this is an old bitch too. I'm sick of women ridding themselves of accountability and responsibility for the actions that they have put out. She slept with a married man. She is wrong. He slept with a married woman. He is wrong. She left her husband for him. And when she was done with him, She wanted to have her cake and eat it too. Well, bitch, you're fucking wrong. I don't care. I do not care about the power dynamics. Whenever you're working in a corporate fucking office that was made by a man, Bob Johnson, he made the fucking channel. You're going to always be a power dynamic when it is compared to him. But what happened when you were the CEO? Well, miss. You were ahead of the power dynamics Why are we moving the goalposts When it comes to actual abuse And sexual assault Why do we do this in this country It's because It pays to be a fucking victim Ladies and gentlemen And this bitch Debra Lee Wants to be a fucking victim So let's make this little fat bitch a victim She opened up her thighs To this man And she refused to take responsibility Of her own actions She wanted to be at the company. She wanted to make the company. Matter of fact, she wanted his fucking spot. She wanted to fuck him. And when it was time for him to be done, she couldn't leave the company on her own. So she waited it out. When Bob Johnson sold the company to Viacom for $3 billion, that was her perfect time to make her move. And she did. And for 13 years, she held the position as CEO of BET. And and during her tenure, BET, they lost everything. 106 and Park stopped being popular. They lost all the good shows. They started playing Baby Boy 300 fucking times. Nah, this bitch caused the fall of BET. And she refused to take responsibility of any of her actions. No, you knew what you were doing. You knew what you were doing. You wanted that granddaddy dick. You wanted to suck his old ass balls. Because you were unhappy in your relationship. Because women are natural hypergamous. And the husband that you had at home that you was taking care of, he didn't make as much money as Bob Johnson. He wasn't popular as Bob Johnson. He didn't have the social cachet or pull as Bob Johnson. So you got tired of him and you started fucking Bob Johnson. We got to we got to call shit out the way we see it. We got to call it for what it is, because if not, women like this is going to continue to take down men who work hard for everything they got. Meanwhile, she laid up on her fucking back and she just fucking took every dick she could until she could get in the position she's in. Anyway, I'm out of here. Peace.